Good morning, people of God. We are early this morning. This is Apostle Shirley Evans coming to you again with a now word from God, the Holy Spirit. This is certainly a now word. Today being October 1st, October 1st, Thursday, 2020, October 1st, today is Thursday, the year being 2020. The time is 8.02 a.m. I just thank God for another day. I'm very early this morning because I couldn't, I, when I woke up out of this revelation dream, I had to get up. And so we've got the word of God is a shift, a total shift. It's in our word. And so here's the songs, you know, we are always have prophetic songs. And I, I sat on my bed and all I could say was Lord of mercy. And so I prayed this morning or whenever you receive this word, people of God, that it finds you in good health, in peace of mind, with joy in your hearts, looking up to Jesus, who's the author and finisher of your faith. His grace and his mercy, his grace is sufficient for you. And so I sat on my bed after God had given me this dream and a revelation. And all I could do was sit there and sing, Lord, have mercy, Lord, have mercy, Lord, have mercy, Christ, have mercy, Christ, have mercy. Christ have mercy, Lord have mercy, Lord have mercy, Lord have mercy, Christ have mercy, Christ have mercy. Christ have mercy, Lord have mercy, Lord have mercy, Lord have mercy. Father, in your wrath have mercy on your people. Lord have mercy, Lord have mercy, Lord have mercy, Christ have mercy, Christ have mercy, Christ have mercy. Lord have mercy, Lord have mercy, 
Lorama see Father in your wrath we cry out for mercy, 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 Lord, mercy and mercy and mercy and mercy. And Father God, as I come as your oracle this morning. I ask you to give me your words. Speak to me, Father. Let me not be seen, but let them hear the Holy Spirit speaking through me. Let me decrease and let you increase. The Spirit of the Lord increase in me. Speak to us today in the name of Jesus. When morning gilds the skies, my heart awaking cries, may Jesus Christ be praised. Alike at work and prayer, to Jesus I repair. May Jesus Christ be praised whenever the sweet church bell peals over hill and dell may jesus christ be praised oh hark to what it sings as joyously it rings May Jesus Christ be praised. My tongue shall never tire of chanting with the choir. May Jesus Christ be praised. This song of sacred joy it never seems to cloy. May Jesus Christ be praised. The sadness fill my mind, a solace here I find. May Jesus Christ be praised. All fades my earthly bliss, my comfort still is this. May Jesus Christ be praised. The night becomes as day when from the heart we say, May Jesus Christ be praised the paths of darkness fair when this sweet chant they hear may jesus christ be praised be this while life is mine my cantisil divine May Jesus Christ be praised. Be this the eternal song. 
through ages all along. May Jesus Christ be praised. We're going to praise him in the storm. We're going to praise him in the good time. We're going to praise him in the bad time. Because we ought to praise him. We must praise him. You are Alpha and Omega. We worship you, our Lord. You are worthy to be praised. You are Alpha and Omega. We worship you, our Lord. You are worthy to be praised. We give you all the glory. We worship you, our Lord. You are worthy to be praised. We give you all the glory. We worship you, our Lord. You are worthy to be praised. You are Alpha and Omega. We worship you, our Lord. You are worthy to be praised. We give you Praise Him, praise Him, 
Jesus, blessed Savior, you're worthy to be praised. In moments like these, I sing out a song. I sing out a love song to Jesus. In moments like these, I lift up my voice. I lift up my voice to the Lord, singing, I love you, Lord, singing, I love you, Lord, singing, I love you, Lord, I love you, singing, I love you, Lord, singing, I love you, Lord, singing, I love you, Lord, I love you. You are Jesus, name above all names, beautiful Savior, glorious Lord, Emmanuel, God is with us, blessed Redeemer, living word, Jesus, name above all names, beautiful Savior, glorious Lord, Emmanuel, God is with us, blessed Redeemer, living word, thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Jesus, the light of the world, so we'll walk in the light, beautiful light, shine all around us by day and by night, shine all around us by day and by night, Jesus, the light of the world. Oh yes, people of God, today is the 1st of October. And last night there came a shifting, a shifting even in our message. And the shifting that, 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 that God gave me, uh, he gave me a prophetic dream last night. This was early this morning because I never went to bed until almost two o'clock this morning. And so 
This is a now word. This is a timely word. And the dream he gave me, there was a large party. There were many parties, different parties. And many, hundreds of people going to these different parties because they were all invited. And who wasn't invited was going elsewhere doing whatever they want to do, whatever their daily chores. And I was walking on the road and sure I saw hundreds of people. Some of them I knew, some I didn't. Suddenly, the ocean came into the land without warning. I'm not talking about the low water at the edge of the sea where the sand is. The ocean came flowing over the land. People were going from one direction to the next direction, trying to avoid the ocean reaching them. I happened to be going in a direction with someone I knew. By that time, the water was over my knee and I said, I'm not going that way. I'm going this way. And she said, no, come this way. I said, no, I'm going this way. And I turned back. The water, the ocean water that flowed over was like a tsunami. And everyone was running to and fro, afraid that this water would swallow them up. There was no hiding place. I saw it. I saw it. It just began to flow and it got deeper and deeper. People were running, trying to avoid it, but they couldn't. And all of a sudden I heard the, wor the words. And these are the words that I heard. The words that I heard, oh my gosh. But as the days of Noah, so shall also the coming of the Son of Man be. They were eating, drinking, marrying, giving in marriage. They were eating, drinking, marrying, and giving in marriage until the day that Noah entered the ark. Oh, my father. And then I heard myself singing, Lord of mercy. As I came out of that dream and sat on my bed and, uh, and I, I heard the Holy Spirit say, Tell the people it's time to totally surrender. These are perilous times. And thus the shift this morning. This is the word of God for today that he's given me to speak to you about. It's about the time of Christ's coming. It is unknown. We're going to be doing whatever we want to, and bam, without notice. But we've been hearing he's coming, hearing he's coming. 
Um, and so, prepare ye the way, prepare ye the way of the Lord. See, John the Baptist came preparing the way of the Lord. God still has messengers, servants, speaking to his people, preparing them for what is coming. That dream was so scary. But now that was not the first time I had such a dream. This is about the fourth time. But this time, things are gonna come upon us without notice. Look, in 2019, nobody told you that we would have this pandemic. I am sure prophets of God was hearing something terrible was going to happen. They didn't, God didn't show them all. No. What he showed me at the beginning of 2019, something, what he told me, something catastrophic is coming. But you could think of something catastrophic as being a tornado, an earthquake, or a terrible hurricane. Because we were alive, we used to hearing about those things and we used to seeing it happen. But this pandemic, it's invisible, it's an invisible demon. But don't worry, there will come an end to it. At the same time, God is saying, be ready. So he gave me this dream last night. All I can say, make sure you're in the ark. I'm not talking about the boat the Noah built. The ark of safety is making sure that you have Jesus inside of you. You are in him. He in you and you in him. That's what I'm talking about. And so the message comes from Matthew chapter 24. We're not continuing from yesterday because this is a now word he's giving me to speak. And this is found in Matthew chapter 24. And I'm going to read from verse 36 to 44. The time of Christ's coming is unknown. It says, verse 36 to 44 says, But of that day and hour knoweth no man. No. Not the angels of heaven, but my father only. But as the days of no war, so shall also the coming of the Son of Man be. For as the days that were before the flood, they were eating and drinking, marrying and giving in marriage until the day that Noah entered into the ark and knew not until the flood came and took them all away so shall also the coming of the Son of Man be. 
Then shall two be in the field, the one shall be taken, and the other left. Two women shall be grinding at the mill, the one shall be taken, and the other left. Watch therefore, for ye know not what hour your Lord doth come. But know this, that if the goodman of the house had known in what watch the thief would come, he would have watched and would not have suffered his house to be broken up. Therefore, be ye also ready, for in such an hour as ye think not, the Son of Man cometh. Now, a lot of people in their mind, they're looking for the Son of Man, the end, that to come on the whole world. Now, let me plug this in. Who knows when the Spirit of God is coming for you? Could be tomorrow. A lot of these people who are dying from this pandemic, they think everything is all right and suddenly they are one of the, the statistics. <laughs> and, 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 and most of the time, many of them are not ready. They wasn't thinking of that. Not going in the hospital not dying on a machine, no. And so God is saying, cry aloud, spare not, tell the people what I tell you. So that's what I'm doing, just as his messenger, delivering the mail, delivering the word to you. Matthew chapter 24, verse 36, see, we never know when God is going to shift. As far as I knew, yesterday I was going to continue from Matthew 11. No. Shift overnight. That's why you have to be keenly listening to God to speak. There are some people said, oh, God finished speaking in the Bible. All those he ain't speaking no more. He's still speaking. But are you listening? That's it. Are you listening? Because he's still speaking. Matthew chapter 24, verse 36. No one knows about that day or hour. Not even the angels in heaven. Not the son, but only the father. We don't know. Now, in the book of Amos, he said God will do nothing, but he reveals his secrets to his servants, the prophets. Matthew 24, 36. It is good that we don't know exactly when Christ will return. Let me say that. It is good that we do not know exactly when Christ will return. If we knew the precise date, we might be tempted to be lazy. Not today, tomorrow. We might have that attitude. The Bible says, Behold, now is the accepted time. Behold, now is the day of salvation. But we say, huh, I have enough time tomorrow. It is good that we do not know exactly when Christ will return. If we knew the precise date, we might be tempted to be lazy in our work for Christ. Worse yet, we might plan to keep sinning and then turn to God right at the end. Isn't that something? And we don't know when the end is going to be. 
We do know when our end is going to be. Heaven is not our only goal. We have work to do here. And we must keep on doing it until death or until we see the unmistakable return of our Savior. Verse 42 says, Therefore keep watch, because you do not know on what day your Lord will come. You do not know. Christ's second coming will be swift and sudden. Just how in the dream last night, everybody was going about their business and swift and suddenly the ocean came over the land flowing i mean flowing unstoppable and everyone running trying to go another way think they're gonna avoid it couldn't christ coming will be swift and sudden there will be no opportunity for last minute repentance or bargaining the choice we have already made will determine our eternal destiny. Verse 44, it says, So you also must be ready, because the Son of Man will come at an hour when you do not expect Him. The water came, nobody expected it. Jesus' purpose in telling about his return is not to stimulate predictions and calculations about the date, but to warn us to be prepared. Will you be ready? I pray we all be ready for Christ's return. The only safe choice is to obey him today. Verse 46, it will be good for that servant whose master finds him doing so when he returns. Verse 45, who then is the faithful and wise servant whom the master has put in charge of his, the servants in his household to give them their food at their proper time? It will be good for that servant whose master finds him doing so when he returns. I tell you the truth. He will put him in charge of all his possessions. Jesus asks us to spend the time of waiting, taking care of his people, and doing his work here on earth, both within the church and outside it. Because a lot of souls are outside the four walls. They're out there. This is the best way to prepare for Christ's return. The master was 50. The master of that servant will come on a day when he does not expect him. And at an hour he is not aware of. That flood that I saw last night. Nobody expected it. Everybody was happy, happy-go-lucky, partying, doing whatever they was, and, and suddenly, suddenly, the master of that servant will come on a day when he does not expect him, and at an hour he's not aware of. Knowing 
that Christ's return will be sudden and unexpected should motivate us always to be prepared. We are not to live irresponsibly, sitting and waiting, doing nothing, seeking self-serving pleasure, using his tiring as an excuse not to do God's work of building his kingdom, developing a false security based on precise calculations of events, or letting our curiosity about the end times divert us from doing God's work. Verse 51, he will cut him to pieces and assign him a place with the hypocrites where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. I saw a lot of people as the water was coming, crying, hollering, calling this one name to help, help me. No matter where they were, went, there was water. Eventually, the water subsided. Weeping and gnashing of teeth is a phrase used to describe despair. When I was growing up and I would hear the older people say, there would be weeping and gnashing of teeth. I understood what weeping is because that tear is coming with your eyes. But gnashing of teeth, <laughs> I was like, I don't understand that. But yes, there would be gnashing of teeth because People be talking, talking, oh, you could help me, oh, you could help me. Oh, I don't know what to do. Losing their minds. As a matter of fact, it's already begun. Weeping and gnashing of teeth is a phrase used to describe despair. A lot of people are in despair, don't know what to do, don't know where to go. They don't, some, some people now don't want to even come outside their house because of this virus. Some says it's in the air, some afraid to go in buildings because it's invisible. And you don't know where it's gonna strike and what time it's gonna strike. So was the flood last night that I saw. God's coming judgment is as certain as Jesus's return to earth. Why do you think all these things are happening? God is trying to get men and women's and children, everybody's attention to know that he is God and beside him, there is no other. He's trying to draw us to him. Not get caught up in these worldly things. He said, Jesus, he don't want us to perish. Be ready. So, here comes he gives me this. Because he's still saying, don't be foolish. Don't be foolish. I'll go to Matthew chapter 25. Jesus tells the parable of the ten bridesmaids. Verse 1 to 13. At that time, the kingdom of heaven would be like ten virgins 
who took their lamps and went out to meet the bridegroom. Five of them were foolish and five were wise. The foolish ones took their lamps but did not take any oil with them. The wise, however, took oil in jars along with their lamps. The bridegroom was a long time in coming. You know we hear, oh, Jesus coming, he better be ready. They're like, oh, that I've been hearing that long time. So then you drop your guard. The bridegroom was a long time in coming. And they all became drowsy and fell asleep. At midnight, the cry rang out, here's the bridegroom, come out to meet him. Then all the virgins woke up and trimmed their lamps. The foolish ones said to the wise, give us some of your oil. Our lamps are going out. No, they replied. There may not be enough for both of us and you. Instead, go to those who sell oil and buy some for yourselves. But while they were on their way to buy the oil, the bridegroom arrived. The virgins who were ready went in with him to the wedding banquet and the door was shut. Later, the others also came. Sir, sir, they said, open the door for us. But he replied, I tell you the truth, I don't know you. Therefore, keep watch, because you do not know the day of the hour. Sir, sir, open the door for us. Well, I believe all those years that Noah was building that ark, Noah was telling the people, it's going to rain. And they were, rain, you've got to be crazy, because... It never rained on earth. Only a mist came out of or poured out the ground. So they didn't believe him. But God gave them time, time and time again. This old preacher cried. But they didn't listen. So suddenly, they waited until the whole thing was finished. Still laughing at him. Suddenly, When they thought that he was a crazy man, suddenly everybody who was supposed to be in the ark was in the ark. It's amazing. Some animals have more sense than us. Because some of the animals were there. Why all the people God was talking to, Noah was talking to, didn't come? Because of doubt and unbelief. And so the day came that the ark was shut. Noah didn't have the key. Thank God, because if Noah had the key, Noah and whoever was in the ark, the animals and everybody, would have drowned because he would have opened it up to let some of his cousins, some of his friends in the ark. God shut the door lock until the time and the waters began to come the ocean began the the little little dew that used to spring up was not any little mist anymore it became a flood it became an ocean of water it became all over the land all over and destroyed everything even if if a lot of people could swim they could try well 
to the one that couldn't swim. Okay? But if they could and swam to the ark, no use. You couldn't get in. Knock, knock, knock. No. And so Noah must have looked through that little window and said, Ah, oh my, I can't help you. I was telling you all the time, but you didn't prepare. You didn't get ready. You didn't come in. Now is accepted time. Behold, now is the day of salvation. Some terrible things are about to happen. In Matthew 24, it talks about there'll be wars and rumors of wars, but the end is not yet. And we can see that the earth is groaning and travailing for the manifestation of the sons of God. When we see places like California in the fire, when we see the riots, when we see the murders happening here, when you see the, the, the lawlessness, they think not of killing little children or human beings, not at all. They probably think they're, they're rats or animals because their minds are warped. These are the times, the lawlessness. So God is letting you know, I saw that flood. I saw it, the ocean, the water coming over the land, people running to and fro, to and fro. Can't find no hiding place. But the hiding place is in Jesus. And that's where he wants you. He is your hiding place. It's time if you listen, as we listen what I'm saying. I can only tell you, this is not no play play joke. This is a now word. And so Father, you've given me this word i've given it to your people i pray that when you receive this word you will apply it don't be like the people in noah's day turn your eyes upon jesus turn your eyes upon jesus look full in his wonderful face and the things of this earth will grow strangely dim in the light of his glory and grace listen i don't want to scare you I'm not trying to put fear in you. I'm trying to build your faith in Jesus Christ, who's the only cover. He will cover you. Under his wings, I am safely abiding. Though the night glitters and darkness are wild, Still I can trust him, no evil can harm me. He is my father and I am his child. Under his wings, under his wings, who from his love can sever. Under his wings, 
my soul shall abide, safely abide forever. Many prophets or ministers, whomever, would have come with word from God. And you knock it down. You say, ah, oh, that ain't going to happen. That's a false prophet. Please, it's time when you hear these words, you pray. You go to God. And if you have a relationship with him, be in quietness. And he will answer you. But be ready. Because you never know when he is coming. We never know where these disasters going to hit. But I tell you the truth. I saw the ocean pouring into the land like a tsunami. I'm not talking about a little bit of water at the end of the, to the sand there. No, I saw the ocean flowing in. I saw it. And that's when God gave me as it was in the days of Noah. Noah, there was eating and drinking and marrying and giving in marriage and the flood came. And who didn't have a relationship? Okay. They lost. They got lost. That didn't mean that that it's, you can't say that God didn't warn them. There was warning over and over and over. So here comes something is about to happen. God would not have given me this if something wasn't going to happen. I pray that the Lord keep you and that you get closer to him. Draw me close to you. Because he will cover you. He will keep you. He will protect you. Never let me go. I let all down again. To feel you say that you're my friend. You are my desire. No one else will do. Nothing else can take your place to feel the warmth of your embrace. Help me find the way. Bring me back to you. You're all I want. You're all I never needed. You're all I want. You're all I ever needed. You're all I want. Help me know you are near. Help me know you are near. And Father, Oh God, I ask you to have mercy on us. Father, in your wrath have mercy. Father, the things that I see, sometimes I don't utter it until you say to utter it. But oh God, we know that the enemy goes to and fro seeking whom he may devour. And right now, he is going to and fro 
devouring your people. So I pray those who do not know you today will come to know you. All you have to do is ask Jesus to come into your heart and he will. And once you accept him as Savior, go into the word of God. Find a teaching ministry that is teaching the word of God. Get under a shepherd that is really teaching truths from the word of God. So I ask the Lord to guard your hearts, your mind, and I ask him to take away the fear. Because we live in this world where fear, torment, all kinds of things, storms is happening. But if we can focus our mind on Jesus Christ and him crucified, he will keep us in perfect peace even in the storms of life. So stay covered under his wings. I pray a divine protection for all who would hear this word this morning. And I pray that you would take heed to the word of God that has been spoken. I love you. May his grace and his mercy continue to cover you and protect you. I cover you with the blood of Jesus. Yesterday when I was bringing this, the message yesterday, what I saw, oh my God. Oh, blessed Jesus. So I pray a divine protection over those who are going to receive this word. And you could only be protected if you have that relationship. I don't want you to be out on that wide Broadway. If you're on that Broadway, the enemy going to find you. He will destroy you. Stay in the narrow way. Stay with Jesus. Trust him. He is the only one who can deliver us. May God bless you today and keep you safe. And I love you. I love you. <laughs>